You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. When did she die? Be Arthur uh, in 2010 or 11. Really? That late? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a clip of her funeral where uh, Rue McClanahan tells a story. That after she saw Betty White's one-woman show, Rue came up behind her and hugged her. And uh, B turns around and goes, oh, thank God, I thought you were Betty White. Betty White is a cunt. And this story is told at her funeral. Betty White is alive. I don't know if she's in the audience or what. <laughs> Why would she think that Betty White was she a just, cunt? She just didn't like her. That's so stupid. Because she was really cheerful and annoying. Oh, yeah. And B. Arthur took it very seriously. She didn't talk to the audience. She would go backstage and sit. B. Arthur rips. <laughs> She, oh yeah, she, she's so fucking great. great, man. And I love like on Maud and uh, Golden Girls when they work in for no reason. Like, oh, you're gonna sing in this episode. It doesn't make any sense why your character <laughs> would be doing this, but goddamn it, she's great. Yeah, nothing, no, nothing against uh, Betty White, who I know everyone likes her because she was such a nice person, right. right? But there's something about me that was always attracted more to that that more dour quality in comedy, you know? Oh yeah. So uh, B. Arthur was sort of like the uh, I don't know the boomer or I guess silent generation uh, Janine Garofalo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That like, that sardonic just you know, mean sort of ish humor. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Betty did have a little range, like Mary Tyler Moore, one of the best sequences where she's an actor, totally more range than B Arthur, I think. Yeah. B can't really play anything, but B. Yeah. I mean, and she can play things straight, you know, she can play, she play drama or whatever, but yeah, yeah. Betty could do anything. Yeah. She can be in Lake Placid and call uh, the cops cocksuckers. That's great. I do like there was a period in her late career where it's like, we're going to hire you in this movie and you're going to swear. So that, uh, bringing down the house, oh. which I can't oh. even, I literally cannot repeat a single line of dialogue she says in that movie. It that, is extremely offensive. That should count more than an Oscar. Like, like if you find yourself as, a, as an actor who's aging that far into a career where you hit the, it's funny if this person says swears on camera phase, yeah. you, you are at a level of living movie Valhalla that few reach <laughs> ever. Yeah. I can't think of many. That have uh, lived long enough and had a career at that age. My, George my, Burns. George Burns, yeah. George, yeah. Um, Mel Brooks, although he's not really working, per se. But also, he's always cursed, really. Well, I just mean, like, having a career at this oh, age. Oh, yeah, yeah, Norman yeah. Lear's still producing television. So, we're not going to talk about this movie, are we? Oh, no. <laughs> So hello and welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because we're half-baked wieners. Um, <laughs> I am Eric San Diego, uh, and with me as always is the M. Emmett Walsh to my William Frawley, Mr. Wright Sulek. <laughs> yeah. 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 That together. That's yeah. a good one. I like yeah. that. How you doing? I'm all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so we've got a, a returning guest. 
It's like, oh no, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> this episode's going to get real heavy about halfway through, so just prepare yourselves. Uh, Brendan K. O'Grady is back with us. Welcome, Brendan. Good to see you, boys. Yeah, it's Good been a while. It's too. been a minute. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're on Trash in the Can on the One of Us network now. So now you're actually going to be heard by three people. Tens of potential Tens. listeners. You're going to yep. get a bump. Get some uh, unwanted Facebook friend requests. I'm good. Well, I haven't looked at, I, have not, I don't think I've logged into Facebook in years. So. All right. Well, you're going to be in for a surprise. Have at those pictures of me in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> good. Re- remember me that skinny. Those half-baked wieners photos. Oh. Good lord, that's a direct quote. I, I know. I, I know that the fun of this is that you make the oblique references to stuff in the movie uh, that nobody's ever going to see. But You're it really, it, okay. but it really cannot be stressed from the jump just how amateur-ish this movie was. Oh, yeah. writing and how how on the nose and point there, that it was. In these there things. was my other option that I wrote down. Uh, was so somebody a, call somebody a, you half baked wiener. Yeah, that's it. And we even all each of us were like, did he just say that? Like, I think we like, just yeah, okay, he just said that. And that was like late in the movie too, wasn't but it? Early in, in the an movie, intense, <laughs> an intense showdown <laughs> at the most dramatic moment of their lives. I'm sorry, but a little girl says, <laughs> because my parents are horny. Yeah, that's right. So that was my alternative. Open is like we watch a movie because we're horny. But I thought that that would be maybe um, Just, it goes, accurate. Goes without saying. Yeah, because one saying. could assume. Uh, if, if they're listening to this, they've listened to another one. And they, they know. They yes. Know. Yeah. Bunch of horn dogs. Well, so uh, this movie didn't uh, serve up any anything to satiate our horniness. Oh, uh, speak for yourself. I know what it's called. Uh, sundown colon the vampire. The in vampire project. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You wrote it down. You were reading it, and you're like, no, no. I wrote it down, and I didn't write it down correctly because I wrote vampires retreat, and then I inserted in, but I inserted it in the, the wrong place. You wrote down so it's the, the in, in vampire, vampire retreat. retreat. Yeah. Uh, so, God damn it. So it's whatever it's called. <laughs> what is it? It's called Sundown colon the Vampire in Retreat. In Retreat. Yes. In Retreat. There yes. we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you brought this movie to us. Yes, I did. It is a thousand degrees in here, by the way. It is a little warm. It's a little warm. I am schwitzing. <laughs> like, I am how already... You, how are you doing? I'm fine, but I'm also not wearing layers and drinking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm stuck to this leather seat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that thousand pound uh, person that's just like oh, grafted to the chair. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, I would love to talk about that right now. Uh, so, I yeah, hope yes. she's okay. <laughs> I, Wright had seen this movie before. Yes. This was your second viewing of this. This is my second viewing. And you, and you I raved about it. One. I, I still loved it. I think it was really fun. I remember fun. when you saw it, you were telling me how great it was. Yeah, yeah. We so, watched it on Digital Noise. Watching it again, what do you think? I think I think it's uh, maybe a little... God, you really are sweating. No, it's uh, <laughs> I think it was a little bit more boring this time around because I just knew it was about to happen. But... It's still great, mainly for a few actors that kind of, it feels like they know what they're in, like Bruce Campbell, and just playing it up. Like, oh, you guys don't agree. I, there was there was stuff that I found fun, I don't, for sure. It, I think Bruce Campbell knows that I'm supposed to do Bruce Campbell right now. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. Like, like, I, I, I think it's a, it's a gigantic cast, and everyone's in it for themselves. 
No, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of showboating, a lot of mugging, and there's no consistency to the tone of the movie. Yeah, it just veers so wildly that they're just like, let me just do the lines in front of me and then and then we'll shoot the scene. <laughs> Which honestly seems like it's a fun way to make a movie, but it yeah. sure doesn't turn out right. I I, I still think there like there's a lot of choices that are being made for some of the comedic elements. I I think those actually landed for the most part. Some of them do. I think that I think the movie. I think I'm burning up. No, but I, I, I think the movie. It either needed to be funnier or to just stop trying to be funny. Because mm. I felt like we never leaned fully into comedy in the way that, like Bruce Campbell is doing. Yeah. You know, like this nebbish, uh, nervous. Oh my! And then some other people would be way over the top. And in fact, one guy who gets shot. Does a very cartoonish, and then falls backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so some people were doing that, and then some people are like that old woman. The old woman and the old man that run the store. Oh, and she's like, finally get to rest. Right, but, but it's it's not the same kind of over the top. It's more like... Uh, well, that's actually is, a little bit more dramatic and, and slightly well, this sad. Is, this is like, they were doing stage work, and then some people were doing uh, like burlesque. Right, right, right. So... What is this? What is the? How does the movie begin? I don't even fucking remember now. Uh, so I, I was also mentioning before we started recording that what's weird about a movie like this, or hard to talk about, is that it does ultimately want to have an epic sweep. Like so, there are groups of warring interests. In yes, this. and so it really becomes like we follow a couple of little 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 tiny groups in their stories, and then they become parts of two larger sides fighting. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult to talk about all of that without just generally identifying the kind of broad strokes of everything because otherwise it just turns into uh, you know, remembering little moments here and there. Or this actor, right, this right. actor fell over weird or there's such and such for two scenes. Uh, but broadly speaking, uh, the movie is about a civil war between two sides in a vampire conflict. Mm -hmm. This is in uh, 1990, I think it was, yeah, right? Yeah. So like present day uh, southwestern desert town. Uh, the exteriors are shot in Monument Valley, a bunch of them driving in. Uh, but it looks more like, you know, desert California, Nevada, somewhere there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Range. Mm -hmm. um, so in this little town called Purgatory. Purgatory, yeah. It is uh, sort of like a retirement community for uh, vamp peaceful vampires from all over the world. Because everybody all, yeah. who lives there is over 65. Yes. And they're all from different countries. Wait, does that actually state that they're all over 65 or you just, that's a joke? No. Well, eyeballing it. Look at it. Well, well, an important plot driver is that is that the one young vampire who just became a vampire mm -hmm. oh, is lonely because everyone else is so much older than her and she's... Oh, she, the, the young... Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the yeah, young yeah. blonde. Right? Yeah, yeah, so, that's so, right. Like, so quite literally, and also it's part of why part of why the young vampire revolt that happens, like why can't they just kill these old people is because it's, or it's stated that oh. the older you are as a vampire, the more powerful you are. Right, right, right. So the these this oh, this community of older vampires is built around a, a factory that is making a synthetic blood product that looks like a protein shake right. and mixed with yuhu <laughs> and yeah. And oh yes, and they suck it. Uh, we we had a lot. We had a, an argument. It felt like uh, where it doesn't make any sense that they're drinking it out of a bottle, but with a straw with two. Some some of them just swig it straight from the bottle. Yeah, which would just make more sense. But people who do put a straw in it have a special vampire-y straw. It's a fork straw. It looks like a football goalpost. Yeah, it looks like an yeah. NFL regulation. You would dip post. your fangs into it and suck. But then that was the question. I thought. The fangs were there to puncture, and then they slurp out the blood. Yeah, like suck what they're in. Usually, because I th yeah, and I'm trying to now think about if you were getting, if you are a vampire and you uh, are biting someone's neck, then I guess you're just like like licking it up when it's like 
yeah. on the neck. Well, like, okay, so so uh, I so guess like, I'm just kind of like, wait a minute. Now I don't know how vampires sometimes, work. Some, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> so sure some, sometimes you could <laughs> sometimes you'd punch the Capri Sun straw in, but the straw would break. Right. So as long as you make the puncture, how do you get the Capri the, the delicious Capri Sun? <laughs> Humans are just big Capri Suns. <laughs> well, they are. Big, big bags of wet. Vampire, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you, you, so they puncture it and then mouth over the wound and you suck the blood. I do also... So because, okay, this is a town of older folks and the older vampires are stronger. And they're all from different countries. That's the thing. We got a Jamaican it, guy. And differently, yeah, different eras. An older Bavarian couple runs yeah. the general store. Yeah. But so since vampires don't age, uh-huh. even as they get older... yeah. This entire town was changed when they were when all they were sixty all plus. Septuagenarians, right? And that's the thing. If I had the choice to be a vampire, I'm too old now. I would not choose it. Right. I would have maybe when I was 27. That would have been my cutoff. Yeah. There's yeah. no way my the state of my body right now. I want to keep this forever. Which is quite unfortunate for like the older couple. It's just like what what happened to them? They're like they were either attacked or they chose to do that. Like, well, we don't want to die yet. We're 82. So it would make sense that they all move here because they don't want to have to pursue the life of hunting humans and that sure. yeah. That would make sense if they were frail old vampires because they were converted at old age. Right. But the movie explicitly tells us the older a vampire, I guess it's just how long you've been a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 is this is this town is the headcanon here that this town was founded because there was this rampaging group of serial vampire uh, killers or vampires that went around John the Carpenter's world. John Carpenter's vampires. That, that went around the world to retirement homes and yeah. and just didn't kill them, but, but converted everyone they found in them. They just had a whole hospice network. <laughs> right. Maybe they thought that, like, if was it, was biting it, was it older one, people. Was it one vampire just hopscotching from Jamaica to London to Prague? <laughs> <laughs> just, just just looping around the world and only converting a couple of old people at a time? Well, that must have been Count Marjolac or whatever the hell his name is. He uh, does have some name like a, a generic Star Wars monster. A little bit, yeah. 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 Like uh, it, ate, it, it ate Boba Fett. <laughs> but it's played by David Carradine. He runs the town uh-huh. of Purgatory. Yeah. And it's unclear at the beginning when we meet him if he's a bad guy, if he's a good guy. Right. Broadly speaking, the movie eventually wants us to consider them as the good vampires. Sure. Right? Yes, because they want to live in peace. Even though from the jump, the members of his good vampire community are shown to be psychotic killers. Yes. And this is where I don't, like, so we've established kind of one, kind of the the, the good vampire community that wants to develop a product that would let them live alongside humans and not hunt them. Yeah. We'll get to the other ones, but we have to talk about the beginning of the movie and M.M. at Walsh. Oh. Because again, this will make no sense how these people all sort into their camps on one side or the other of the war. Yeah. It will make no sense whatsoever as no, the movie not proceeds. At all. Because because Emmett Walsh, we meet him in the very beginning of the of the film, and he and his brothers, uh, uh, and in this world, vampires can resist sunlight with extreme UV protection, sunblock, glasses, shade, etc. Yeah, big sun hats. Yeah, they and they, so they can resist, but for the most part, you know, don't want to be in the sun. I was going to uh, say, just real quick, great Halloween costume for the three of us. That actually would be really dope. <laughs> it would be really dope. Yeah. It's so goddamn specific. Oh, the, 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 so, oh you mean yeah. from sundown? An in-vampire retreat? Can you imagine how much I'd be sweating? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the like, vampire in retreat. You mean you didn't hear our episode about it and watch? 
the the look is amazing. Nerds. The look is amazing of of these of these just three uh, three old hillbilly dudes, uh, two of whom have the fakest beards you will ever see in your life. Yeah, and one of whom is M. Emmett Walsh. I wish... excellent character actor. Yeah, M. Emmett Walsh. Did he uh, just do this so he would uh, you know get his health benefits for the year? Some actors just like to work. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that's why Spalding Gray is in How High. He, oh, he yeah, needed to maintain right, yeah. his health insurance. Well, <clears throat> also, it implies that at one point, Count Marjolak, uh, like, I guess, went to Texas and yeah. just and bit these I, three brothers. Yeah, just like, I, I got to get these guys on my team. And, and, and in the beginning of the movie, they're trying to faint toward the horror elements. It's really not a horror movie. No. The, the most horrific thing we see is in the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, uh, when this we, guy we, is... <laughs> driving his <laughs> recklessly he's not even on a road no and he's a doing, guy in an open top jeep with a ponytail and doing massive amounts of cocaine but in a teaspoon literally measure. a teaspoon he has hanging yeah. around his neck yeah and it's a big uh, ziploc bag of cocaine and is that and he's off-roading and spilling cocaine everywhere, everywhere. which i i have never done it but i'm also looking at that like that is a awful waste that's a waste of money because you know what you get for a lot of money, <laughs> it's very little, okay? Now, that was back then. I don't know about these days, but I assume it's still the same. You kids with your new Coke. Remember blowing, what, $400 in one night, and I wasn't even that fucked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You damn kids with your, what are you, what are you doing now? What do they do now? Molly? What are, what are, are they still doing now? Molly? You're looking at me like I'm not older. You're, you're, yeah, you're older than us, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. You got what, your pulse on the kids. I've never the seen these oh, days. God. <laughs> oh, uh, this is like cuffs. Wait, hold on. <laughs> but uh, like I don't watch Crush Euphoria. The Episode six cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll splice in a couple of bits from that. Uh, what was it? Oh, Euphoria. Whatever Euphoria. drugs they're doing now. I guess they're doing MDMA. Also, I, I you know horse drinks. Horse drinks. Ketamine. Yeah, ketamine. Yeah, yeah. Ketamine's big. Also, oh. did you know Barry Levinson's Heroin? son is the guy that created Euphoria? Yes, you've told me many times. If it's on TV many now, times. if it's on TV now, somebody's kid made that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're somebody's kid. Well, I am. <laughs> Everybody's oh. somebody's kid. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, cocaine guy, when he gets out of the tr- out of the jeep, he is incredibly obnoxious, demanding, mm-hmm. "Hey, come get me gas." Mm-hmm. Right. And and they they're all talking like, "Is that?" David uh, Harrison right over there. Like, I don't know. It must be. They're anticipating or waiting for David Harrison. The guy's going to save their town. Right. right? Because he's, you find out that he's also going to help them make the synthetic blood better. The the fake blood scientist. The opening crawl explains that they can't synthesize this without the help from a human. Right. And and it's this guy, apparently. Yeah. And And he thinks he's doing it in there, too. But he's doing it to, uh, you know, save people. You know, blood banks, things like that. He, yes. He, yeah. He, yeah, so he doesn't have any idea that vampires exist. Well, it's also, now just thinking about the end, it's like, wait, so do you want to stop your process? Because you know this is only going to be for vampires. I thought you said, like, oh, this could help the entire world. Like, eh. But, the, but they're the good vampires, so he wants them to finish working on the technology, and then he'll loop back around, yeah. and then he'll, he'll pull the patents, and they'll, they'll help humanity. Because those vampires want to live peacefully with humans. Right. All seven of them. Yeah, the, yeah, the six at the end of their life. <laughs> so, so cocaine guy, when he gets oh, yes. out, when he gets out, he's got coke smeared all over. He has a cocaine goatee, yeah, essentially from his nose to his chin. And uh, he's he's making Emmett Walsh he's fill up the gas tank, yeah. 
And he starts mocking M. Emmett Walsh because, uh, you know, he's a douchebag. He's coked up. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Walsh, he's not having it. When he learns, oh, you're not the human that yeah. we care about that we're waiting for. Yeah. Just in one clean stroke, swipes and decapitates the guy. Yeah. And that's yeah. literally as horrific as it gets. We get, yeah. we get, a, we get a bad dummy head uh, that he then holds behind him as the actual uh, family guy, comes. Uh, David Harrison drives by and goes, oh, is this the way to town? Uh, yep, I'm holding a severed head directly behind me. And he's me. waving goodbye with the head waving at the same time. Yeah, very, I love it. Very stupid. Uh, yeah. But that's that, that's truly as horrific as it gets. From that point forward, the only horror elements are are like your basic like TV movie kind yeah, of like, jump scares. D- there's jump scares. There's some like little violence. There's M.M. at Walsh running. It's all horror. There's vampires threatening Mm-hmm. Looming, yeah, right. but that, that, well, that's, that's Shane, as gory as it gets. Naked Shane was a little intense. Oh yeah, he was in a, a speedo, and he was about to rape that lady. Yeah, yeah, I guess there <laughs> was some intense. of that. Slips when you said it. <laughs> yeah, he was in a speedo. <laughs> so uh, you know, the guy gets his head knocked off. We get some spurting blood, falls forward, and uh, through binoculars are his friends. I guess that he was going to meet up with. They're camping. Yes. Uh, a young man and a young woman next next to the highway. Yeah, which like I I've recently gone camping and it was terrible. But like I know that at least we weren't just like out, you know on next to thirty five. Like oh let's go camping right they're, here. They're camping where they can still hear traffic. Yeah, driving by. Well, and, 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 and and they're waiting for their pal cocaine guy. Right. <laughs> and so they oh, watch their pal cocaine guy get murdered by M.M. at Walsh. Oh, God, I would have loved to have seen the couple say, like, oh, my God, that's awful. I wonder if he still has the cocaine on him. I, I really don't want to go into, like, every story plot detail, Ooh, uh, plot line detail. But so to, to loop this back around to how nonsensical this movie is in formulating the sides of the war, mm-hmm. these people who witness M. Emmett Walsh murder their friend, who get dragged to jail by the vampire sheriff, and M. Emmett Walsh also gets a night in jail, because that's he's a bad vampire. Mm-hmm. He's a bad, 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 bad vamp. No. Yeah. We don't do that. Drop it. Yeah. Drop it. Drop that head. And then eventually those two people who who uh, who are terrified of this psychopath who murdered their friend become converted vampires and join M. Emmett Walsh and uh, David Carradine Mardulak's yeah. side in the war for no other reason than, well, I guess we're vampires now and you're the ones we've known the longest. Yeah. <laughs> we've known you for, like, what, seven or eight hours? Is this maybe a day based, or two? Based, once again, initially on your brutal execution of my friend. Yes. Well, he did, he, M. Emmett Walsh did say, he's like, well, is that to kill you or make you a vampire? So we just be... We made you a vampire. So, but but then when the war of the vampire that comes, was my greatest M. Emmett Walsh. Impression. We're here to kill you, or you become a vampire. You make me want to be a better man. <laughs> Is that Jack Nicholson? I'll have a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, there is those that impressions was, that we love. M. Emmett Walsh in, in Five Easy Pieces. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're M. Emmett Walsh doing Jack Nicholson. Doing George Bush Sr. <laughs> you make me want to be a better man. Not gonna die. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. There, so, there's that, that subplot that happens, like you said. And then yeah. now we're actually introduced to the main characters, the Harrisons. Right. Who, the daughter is obsessed with, they have two daughters. One is obsessed with As much as there are vampires. main characters, this little family of four mm-hmm. are the, the, the ones who weave the whole story. Yes. Through both sides of the eventual vampire conflict. They are the right. least interesting of all the characters. Just complete, complete blanks. And who does uh, Mr. David Harrison, who does he resemble? Because you had a great description for him. I think I said, I think I said he looked like... Uh, uh, now I'm forgetting uh, Eric Stoltz and 
Who's the other person I said? Oh, damn it. Um, let's James think. Spader. Eric Stoltz ja- and James Spader got fused in the Brendelfly machine <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a little fine drizzle of mm-hmm. Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, from certain angles, there'd be a second where I'd have to refocus and like, oh, that's not him. He could play any of those three people's brother convincingly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he And could. he desperately wants to, because I don't think this guy has worked well, since. Like I said, I was looking at that guy's filmography, and he does, uh, he is in a movie with Eric Stoltz at some point. I don't know if he plays ah, the brother, but uh, okay. that must have been confusing for the director. Just like looking at both of them, like, Ooh, whoa. <laughs> well, so he was, whoa. I'm seeing double here. Four Eric Stoltzes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so... Uh, so but, yeah, the little girl's obsessed with vampires. We established. Yeah, she's a little blonde girl. Yeah, this is a family of three people with brown hair, and the youngest daughter, Ooh, Eric, is blonde. Not hair. Eric Stoltz has red hair. Let's just get that out of the way. Well, like no, Eric Stoltz, it's darker because because they play it for that. Because when the question of the child's paternity comes up later, mm-hmm. there's the other main bad guy who's a who's a co leader of the bad vampires, yes. who's a blonde. Which that also okay. Wait, so then that means that they he raped her or they had an affair in between no, they had an affair they had an affair they acknowledge it they acknowledge it they acknowledge it in a scene I've watched she, this twice she explains to no her idea. husband so, so when we're first meeting them and they're talking about the background of why they're going to purgatory yeah. he's a scientist who's going to work with, with, his, uh, with, a, with a scientist that, they, that he and his wife knew from college mm-hmm. that in fact this other scientist Shane played by Maxwell Caulfield which I, I know him primarily from Grease 2 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also for Rex Empi- Manning and, Empire Records, yeah. Rex Manning, yeah. Uh, who uh, someone said is Australian. I yeah, he's Australian, and he's married to Juliet Mills, the older sister of Haley Mills from wow. The Parent Trap. So his wife is about thirty years older than he. Is. Wow, nice yeah. way to go. Yeah, good for him. He's like you, a, don't, he's, you don't see that that often. He's like Emmanuel Macron. Yeah. He's the president of France. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, right. I know that. He's a filmmaker, right? Yeah, yeah. He's French, Jimmy 400 French, Blows? French, French old wave. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Maxwell Caulfield, uh, they knew him in college. Uh, the wife dated him briefly in college. So there's like a, there's a three-way mix. And that's important because there's going to be a scene where main character dad and Maxwell Caulfield's character really look like they are about to go full-on porn. To the bone zone. With yeah. each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was, and it's, so I guess it's, it's meant to be that there's a tension in their relationship when we right. first see the meeting. But it really comes across more as heavy flirtation. Like we are about to transition into some well, you know, man-on-man. Well, Shane looks like he's about to like fuck everybody. Like the way that he, he does have it. that look, yeah, and his hair is slicked back, like he, like I've seen him wear his hair like that in multiple roles. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we eventually, we we eventually though the, the question of paternity of the youngest child, the blonde child, she brings up that it was after their first kid was born, it was one night, and the dad literally goes like, "So is she mine?" And she goes, "I don't know. I think so." That but was then, a scene in this yes, movie. You've seen it twice. I have no recollection of this. No wonder you like this movie. It's a whole scene in the movie. Just, yeah, it just it just washes over you. It's, so it's, you like it's, it's, it's important to note that anytime the parents have a scene just together, because they're the drama of their story is this reveal of this uh, this this uh, rip in their marriage. Right? Yeah. Uh, that anytime it plays, there is overwhelming orchestral score happening. Oh my God! And it Ooh, is a movie. We, we should talk about the music briefly. Oh but, but the movie just grabs. 
uh, pre-recorded, pre-written score from different movies. So literally in one moment, like in the opening crawl, you're watching uh, Star Wars meets uh, Maverick theme. Yeah. Right. And then by the time you get to this, you're hearing Gone with the, you're hearing a chunk of Gone with the Wind mm-hmm. uh, that is just blaring over them sitting in a field with wind yeah. whipping it's around. Like, this is like, she's got a field. A big shawl going. for a second. Yeah. It's like they're at, it's like picnic at hanging rock or something. The way she's dressed, because <laughs> yeah. it's also from the t- scene we Ribbons saw before. Floating in the air. Yeah, like so she, <laughs> they both changed to go talk about how their marriage is falling apart. Right. Yeah, and he, uh, I remember that he's like smoking a cigarette, and, and again, like you you said earlier, the tones are all over the place to where it's really supposed to be this like very dramatic scene, and it's right before Emmett M. Emmett Walsh just like backslap someone's head off their uh, fucking neck. And you're like, what? Or, God, later in the movie, which we'll just say it, uh, Mr. Kool-Aid's through a wall. Oh, my God. And it, it is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. By the way, that is the, one of the best things I've ever seen. I, I, if there is one gif you're taking from this movie, it is absolutely MMA <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting ready for Friday. Just, just tipping forward into a fake wall that yeah. fall, of the cinder blocks that falls apart. Whatever you're picturing, it's funnier than that. And this is... <laughs> This is another thing I want to stress, just again, how relatively either... So they're trying to go for this epic scope, epic scale movie on really limited budget. Mm-hmm. The Did we watch it in 4K? Is uh, that what that was? Or whatever the HD transfer was, yeah, it looked like think... shit because they shot it on what looked like like 80s TV stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, so it, the transfer looks weird. It makes the whole thing look cheaper. In the production style, the production design and, and directing style, everything, the two touchstones I kept coming back to, I said, like, it really looks like the, like, uh, like early 90s Nickelodeon live action, like, yeah. Hey Dude. Yeah. Like, definitely TV production. Yes. Um, and the other thing that we saw is any internal set, because they, they only do outdoor facades of buildings they put up in this in the desert mm-hmm. right just outdoor right. facades that you're just you're just shooting against a facade uh, and then they go inside and they're always on sound stages except for like maybe one house that was maybe a real location and the restaurants the cafe yeah, seemed to be right. a, a, in the but, general but, store, but for yeah. the most part you go into the the lab and, uh-huh. it, and, or the, and the it, mansion, or, or the mansion, or the jail. Oh, the jail, especially when they walked in, and you can see it's just empty darkness. It is absolutely outside. a porno set. Yeah. Oh, they. It, it really looked like the the, the 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 production style. So I really think that they that they were using all of these relatively low budget facilities in L.A. Yeah. To, to get those those scenes, and they were using similar crew, the way they were lit, the way they were shot. We we truly thought it was going to look like porno at some point. And the reason it starts to feel so amateurish is that the dialogue is so bad and on the nose and they try to work in weird lines like that. But also, little elements of, of how they, they do the world building that aren't even necessarily explicitly said uh, just make it look so dumb. Like the fact that everyone in this little town of Purgatory is dressed like the year that they died and turned into a vampire. Yeah. Yes. So you have one guy who's a Puritan who dresses like a Puritan every day. Right. And another guy is wearing like a zoot suit from the 20s. And another guy is a, a cowboy from the 1880s. Who play, who's the guy's name? Uh, uh, the, the guy who plays the bad cowboy guy. He's in, in Back to the Future. Oh, oh, right, and he, he's a the lightning drivers. jack. Yeah, I don't yeah. know his name, but he turns oh, up. In, he damn. turns up in a lot of the movies we do. He does. But there's like a, the receptionist woman that's in that psychedelic Mary Quant '60s dress that I guess <laughs> yeah. you know you can't buy new clothes. And it's amazing that after all these years, her Quant is the same size. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
So, so, so it, really, it, it, it cannot be <laughs> overstated said, just, just how much that undermines any chance the movie has at being taken seriously as anything above, not a B movie, not a C movie, a D grade, sure. uh, really low budget, cheap thing. And another thing to remember is that as much as we love actors like David Carradine or M. Emmett Walsh, M. Emmett Walsh is clearly the best actor who's in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah in terms of like ability. And M.M. Walsh, you know, having done Blood Simple and some other stuff to the 80s, was still very much a, a small character actor property. Like, you got to take jobs like this when they come along sometimes. When at that, at that point, David Carradine, you know, David Carradine has been, was resuscitated later in his career for use for, you know, people like Tarantino. But Kung Fu was not a, a high level uh, right. uh, property. I was about to say, he's probably is been David... off the air for a decade by yeah, then. He, yeah, he's, he's 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 also a guy who exclusively worked in the B or lower movie realms. Death Race and uh... I mean, De- Death Race was really on the way up for him, but like uh, early seventies. Yeah. yeah, like early seventies, and it culminated with him getting his own Star Vehicle TV show. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting too. He's but part that, of, but that, that was the fucking Hercules, the legendary journeys of its time. Right, but like it, the dynasty, acting dynasty that he's a part of. Mm-hmm. All of them never really rose above B movies for the most yeah. part. Like, yeah, because a father, uh, the horror movie actor, right? Yeah, was uh, it Robert? Robert Carradine? Yeah, I think so. Yes, that sounds right. And yeah, David Keith of the kids. That yeah. deep booming voice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's weird. It's like the family tradition because usually when you hear about acting dynasties in show business, it's like the Barrymores or something. Yeah. And this is like, oh yeah, the Houston's. Like you're gonna be in this, and your dad's gonna be in the Howling. That's gonna be his biggest movie role, probably. Yeah, yeah. They're just their careers went nowhere, and like David's just choked. Yeah, and well, and then there's um, no brutal. <laughs> just there, there, there's nothing you can do about that about someone making that joke. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, gonna happen. We, we want them to stop it, but we just <laughs> we, can't. St- we, we brought up. We brought. Yeah. It's, hey, I guess it's our fault for remembering David Carradine existed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is when you die a particular way, where it defines the rest of your life. Like the guy from In Excess, don't know his name. I know how he died, though. I was about Same to say, way. Say it was Michael Hutchins, but yes. there you go. Okay, yeah. but I only know him as the other guy. That which I'm sure it's great, but uh, I'm not looking to double my money. I'm not going to risk it like that. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I'll go with my regular. <laughs> You know, sometimes you've been going to the same restaurant for so long, and you're like, I feel like I've tried everything on the menu. <laughs> if only there was something different at this place that I already love. The thing that I want is coming to this restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to try something different. But, you know, the, the usual works for a reason. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm not going to order the soup and then have somebody choke me <laughs> when I try to eat it. But more importantly, if you've been going to this, if you've been going to this diner uh, your whole life, and just today suddenly they have sushi... Don't trust that choice. No. <laughs> I'm not eating sushi diner. We got this from H-E-B. Uh, it's okay. Wait, wait. So they, they go, they're going to stay at one of the mansions that is also across the street from Car- uh, Marger Ram. Yeah, fucking Airbnb purgatory. Yeah. Somehow, somehow uh, sets it up with a mansion rental. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Made it, of it, plywood. Yeah, which, which, which we learn is apparently connected to the other mansion just on the, on the other side of the street. <laughs> Which, like, that means we, 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 we have we, to excavate the, the tunnel to the tunnel underneath. And but also, tunnel. What, is, what is the point of doing that in the first place when they're like, <sighs> they're not expecting like, well, I am going to put this on Verbo at some point. And like, so. if, 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 imagine if you go to West Texas <laughs> and the mansion from Giant is in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, right? With its like nice little like, long drive up. And then you scan... <laughs> 
50 degrees in the opposite direction, 3,000 feet away, and there's another mansion from Giant. And then just <laughs> empty West Texas around them. That apparently is how this town is designed. Yeah. yeah. And also, who was living at that house before? I don't know, and I don't... Uh, These I, are the questions we want to know about Sundown uh, the but, in Vampire Retreat. Yeah, I don't understand the point of having those houses connected. And at the beginning of the movie, it seemed like, well, I guess it's nefarious in nature, and he's down there, and he's going to try to kill the family staying there. Well, because the, the kids, they accidentally open up the... Uh, <laughs> a really shitty uh, secret door to the crypt. They go down there and it, they do say it's very dark and it's uh, not. It's, it's, it's lit with yeah. hundreds of candles. This room is How darker than that And crypt. electric light. Like it is a fully lit set. <laughs> I wish there was and then, there are, and then there are lit candles along the walls yeah. to convey the idea of spooky. <laughs> but, but it is it is brighter than the room that we are in yes. with full lighting. <laughs> so they, they do see uh, a coffin and then what what does the little girl do? She's just doing her Abbott uh, or Costello. Goes, ma, 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 ma. It's like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and David Carradine comes out, which honestly, she's about to say monster. And like, yeah, okay, yeah. And um, and he he's more or less just kind of put off like, do you mind? I was busy in here. And... Uh, Oh, God. No, he was he was masturbating he, with the belt around he's, his neck. He's, he's, he's loosening a tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing his Roddy Dangerfield impression while he's masturbating. <laughs> Pull it on that tie. So, uh, then, uh, yeah. So we now he, he comes up. He introduces himself to the wife and and the kids. It's like I'm Count Marjoram or whatever, and uh, <laughs> and. He goes back into the crypt because didn't he say something about like, oh, my this is our, my mother's last wish? Where it's like, oh, okay. yeah, my mother resides in that coffin. It was her last wish that she'd be that she'd be interred Which, there. Spoiler, wait, who cares? He's Count Dracula, but like, wait, so Dracula? Yeah, yes, <laughs> that Count Dracula. Yeah, uh, but that means he had a mom, or was he lying? He was lying. He was lying. Because oh. that's the coffin he was just in. Yeah, he was He's covering in. it up. Wait, do you, wait am I was... saying or admitting that he fooled me? Yes. <laughs> you just look so just like, oh, it's man. Okay. It's okay, buddy. We still like you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we love you for other reasons. Yeah. I was like, did I buy that story? So I'm, We love you for that. your body, not your brain. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so I feel like you just were not paying attention. Either, either time that you watch this. you watch this. <laughs> look. I have a hard time with movies, okay? This, this this movie this movie just just slid off the back of my brain. Oh, <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, it's it's already I can see it getting smaller in the rear view. And somehow we know this movie better than right. It's greatest living admitted fan. I'm gonna get you one of those dementia tests. <laughs> <laughs> just to, you know, we can head it off at the pass. There's tests now? Yeah. Um, okay. So the uh, we do also see the the lab where they're uh, creating the synthetic uh, blood. And mm-hmm. just just the the cheapest looking sixties sci-fi it is, set. It is, and <laughs> so also bad. the synthetic blood is gross. I actually understand and, and the every, vampires. Everybody in the lab is dressed like they came from a different time in history and a different part of the planet. Yeah. So the, even though I thought so, they were all like French. No, 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 no. So, some of them are wearing some of them are wearing like modern sci- futuristic sci-fi lab coats. Uh-huh. Yeah. Others look like a French baron from the fucking fourteen hundreds. Yeah, like a lot of frills and stuff. And and racially mixed cast they're deliberately showing these people came from all walks of life and time and place right okay <laughs> and, and, 
So even the ones that are doing science are still wearing three cravats to convey <laughs> that they were from a different time. It's like, this is not coming out for everyone. Because it's like, it looks like really bad, like you who that turned. Yeah, it looks like chunky, pale you who. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it looks a little eggnoggish, oh, but like, like with the grayer. Uh, March, look. March nog. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's out there. It's St. Out Patrick's there. Day is about to happen here. Break out the nog. <laughs> We got to use it up. They love St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. <laughs> That's what Eric was just doing. <laughs> oh, God. Break up so, the, the streets. Break up the, break up the nog. The Bulls are in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> just the streets are covered with white vomit. <laughs> oh, God. So, so David is there because he's a scientist that is going to help them make it Better, but, yeah. It's unclear because they're because it seems dr- like it they're drinking it. They, yeah, they they put it in the opening crawl. They need the help of a human scientist to finish synthesizing the formula. Which I refer you back to the opening. The John Williams scored in the opening credits. Yes, which tells you not quite like Star Wars, but you could tell they wanted to. Yeah. So, so we are also introduced to Shane, who's the main, I guess, the main bad guy. Maxwell Caulfield. Uh, he's he's the he's the he's the bad guy that gets more screen time, but he's the chief lieutenant of the leader of the bad vampires. Right. Yes, because the pilgrim Jefferson, is the, the mastermind. Pilgrim. Yeah. Ethan Jefferson is the bad guy. And yeah, it was a first name. <laughs> wow. So you remember that, but you don't remember, <laughs> remember that the illegitimate the, 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 the child, child thing? Yeah. the entire, which is the whole plot. It's a it's a it's a movie long plot. There were kids in this movie, so uh, um, so Shane. I, w- I really wish I remember his last name. That would Maxwell be great. Caulfield. Maxwell Caulfield. He, um, uh, he plays Shane Dennis. I knew that. I'm looking at the Dennis page. Mr. He Dennis. looks like a Shane Dennis. Yeah. Um, but he obviously wants to fuck uh, the wife, uh, Mrs. Harrison. Like, crazy. well, we know that for sure because they already have. Up, they, yeah. they they dated in college. They did. This oh, is, I'm, I'm yeah. so sorry. They did. I, I, I legitimately thought, though. Hey, that's how good of an actor I am. Okay. Yeah. I fooled you. Guys. Good, good enough that you could be in in sundown, sundown colon the vampires retreating in. I mean, <laughs> you you do have that thing that actors need. Where uh, it has to be like the first time they've said something, and it always is for you because you don't remember anything. Anything. <laughs> you. It's like you you've repeated that, but you don't know it. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's, that, that, that's why they call goldfish the thespians of the animal world. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, Shane. Uh, it, okay. There there are some fun little puppetry stuff every now and then where uh, Jefferson and stop Ethan. Stop motion, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bats and they're talking like, "Hey, what are we gonna do tonight?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna do this." And also, Jefferson has a huge white beard, and the bat has a little white beard, which is a fantastic. Fantastic touch. Yeah, the, these these bats look like, um, and I'm, I'm gonna forget. Uh, maybe you guys know the the cinema history better than me, but like the like the the uh, the lady cave woman with the stop motion dinosaurs. Oh, like Harry Hausen? Like early or like yeah, fifties Harry, early fifties Harry Hausen or whatever. Like, but uh, yeah, uh, like Queens of the Stone Age type uh, okay. type uh, uh, puppetry. It, it, we can see these these like clay foam formed uh, figures, and it's 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 like clay. Uh, anim- model animation, yeah, um, and it there's a charm to the level of consistency they have with it, yeah, yeah, um, but it's also just patently 
hilarious. And it's, it is, it's the kind of thing that, again, makes a movie like this so hard to speak of because so much of it is every shot is crammed with someone doing a terrible take as they die or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. These bats should be Googled to be believed. Yeah. Because in case you couldn't tell who was who from the way they talk, <laughs> they do put like a little, little white beard on one of the bats. It's great. And they have, and the way that they animate them, they do not look like they move like bats at all. Mm-hmm. They look like they fly like seagulls with big slow motion <laughs> loping uh, of, of beats of the wings. Uh, and and, and they, they, they go back to this uh, a few different times. And one of the, my favorite things about that is so much about this movie seems to be vampires not understanding how vampires work. Because like what? so many vampires don't realize they can turn into a bat and get away. Oh yeah, or, yeah. or there's oh, an yeah. inconsistency in. Uh, as, as Eric and I were joking, uh, at one point David Carradine, as we are early on meeting him, he gets out of the limo and he looks up at the sun and braces like, ah, oh, so hot. <laughs> every time a vampire, and remember these vampires are sun resistant, right? Yeah. So they, this is how they live. Uh, every time a vampire sees the sun, they act as though they are learning that the sun hurts them for the first time. <laughs> well, the the the, what, the va- bad guy Jefferson does say is like, "Oh, we can be out in the sun," or maybe the girl says this, "Like we can be out in the sun, but it's just very uncomfortable." Yeah. Like I remember those yeah, things. The girl with the, we're not, we haven't even gotten to Bruce Campbell yet. Jesus oh Christ. my God! Okay. Oh, so yeah, Bruce Campbell. Wait, is... wait, so wait, wait, let's talk about the the almost rape scene. Uh, yes. With Shane, okay. The, the family's first night in the house. Mm-hmm. Mom wants to get her in. Dad says, "I got to work." Right. Classic sitcom stuff, you know. Yeah. I I want to get it. <laughs> I want to get that in. <laughs> yeah, you know how women be. I, women be that like that. Want it in when the vampire shop- retreat when not shopping. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> It, no, it do be. Like, it do, hey, in fact, be like that. Hey, buddy, where is it? It's not in. It better be in. <laughs> because, because again, we've already established the child says, my parents are horny. Oh, like, yeah. It, oh, it, yes. like, it is a through line in this movie that the parents are going to get down as part of this vacation. And so their first night there, she's calling him to bed, and he's like, no, nah, I got to work. I got my Walkman oh, on. What did you say? He's like, "There's a, a th- you want to come in bed? You know the thing with uh, springs and four legs? And yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, but she goes to bed instead and mm-hmm. is visited in the night. And this is again just where it's just, the, it's just so fucking dumb. <laughs> because when we first see when we first see the intruder, right? It's Maxwell Caulfield, and he's almost completely nude, right? Yeah, so I, when he when he comes in from bat form, he's just wearing like a like a thong, like a yeah. speedo, uh, barely containing what's there. And by the way, Maxwell Caulfield, good for you. Yeah. Definitely, definitely was packing. And we know that they didn't have the money for effects to create more penis. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, well, that... And if they did, why would they use it? <laughs> well, it's like uh, in that new Pam and Tommy show I've been watching, mm-hmm. and uh, we do see full peen, uh-huh. voiced by Jason Manzoukas, but a long prosthetic business. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Well, Which I hope Jason gets an Emmy nom for that. <laughs> Guest appearance. I I, I was uh, guest of penis. Guest of penis. Okay, keep yeah. going. I I was wondering about the beard thing, and if like he was actually wearing a thong in when he appears, he doesn't have a beard when he's a bat. He doesn't have a beard in, as in his human form. No, I know, but like, why wasn't the bat wearing a thong? Well, that, again, we see people change. These are from, questions we, that we are see important. Fully, we see fully clothed vampires turn right. into bats, and then we see them clothed. So presumably, Maxwell Caulfield at nighttime, if like, hey, when it's after five. I'm wearing a thong. Yeah. That's it. This is my look. I'm going to leave the house like this, turn into a bat, go try to rape this lady, and then go <laughs> home. And the whole time I'll be wearing a thong. So when we first see him appear in that room, she sees 
Oh no, she doesn't because she uh, she feels something's in the like the room because okay. it, she's uh, looking at the mirror. But then he's on top of her. Well, yeah, because then it's a bat. He, like, he turns into a bat. Yeah, yeah. And again, it cannot be overstated how amateurish and bad this effect is of the bat floating around the room and then landing on her leg and shrieking like a little yappy dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, just, just no lot. Again, how long have you been a vampire, bro? Like, what are you, what are you here to do? Right. I guess he doesn't want to kill her because he's in love with her and he wants his daughter, right, as we learn. Right. Yeah, but why does he think that's like if he makes her a vampire, it's like now she'll get it. Well, I mean, because literally every everybody character else. that we see turn into a vampire, like, well, you killed our friend as being a vampire. Yeah, killed our friend, but we're Regardless vampires now. Through, it's fine. through the movie logic, yes, gotta, I guess that gotta, makes gotta, sense. This is this is our life. Yeah. This is our death, it's whatever, like, as Emmett Walsh says. Copacetic. Everybody's just totally fine once they turn. Yeah. But what I don't get is he does. So the dad, uh, you know, hears her scream. The kids run in screaming. The dad comes in. Uh, when the girls run in screaming, uh, Maxwell Caulfield turns into Maxwell Caulfield again. And he's right there on top of her. How does she not recognize my college boyfriend, whom we were talking about in the car, the guy that I, we know and we're here to see, right. I who think it's I actually, also know is the fucking father of one of my kids. I think it's <laughs> insinuated that uh, she can only still see him as a bat, but the little girl, because it, 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 the way that it's shot, she could see it's Maxwell uh, Caulfield. I think that what's literally said to us is that the movie has a completely incoherent relationship to what it thinks vampire mythology is. Well, the rules sh- of vampires. Sure, sure. Yeah. Later she, on, vampires die from seeing a cross because the cross is so big. Well, I thought that cross <laughs> Not their were... proximity to it. Be touched by, right? The closer you get to a cross, the more it burns. No, no, this was fucking spoiling the entire, literally the climactic event. Yeah, the people listening to the show are like, oh, no. They just build a big enough cross. It's so big that it makes all of us burn regardless of the fact that we are a thousand feet away from it. See, I thought when he was breaking up all the furniture, I need wood. Stakes. Yeah, making a bunch of stakes the and movie, not a big yeah. stupid cross. We, 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 do see, we do see at one point vampires have the glamouring power, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we, we do oh, see Jefferson money. the Pilgrim guy. No, Jefferson the Pilgrim guy, he convinces the two, uh, the two, uh, glam metal people who move from LA mm-hmm. who are like pissy that the club's got a line the two who both wear leopard pants right he tells it. them to stop he does the hand wave like, look into my eyes so that's implied they have that ability but the movie it does not it, it has <coughs> such a complete again incoherent relationship to its own understanding of what vampires are how yeah. they work because they just go with whatever works in the moment yes yeah well, so it reminded me of a obviously a shitty version of in the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola one, mm-hmm. where uh, Mina is being made love to by Dracula, and uh, when they kick open the door, when she's seeing him, he looks like a man, and then when the outsiders see him, he's uh, like a wolf, like wolf creature, yeah. vampire man. So it's like that, but switched. Where the woman getting uh, assaulted is seeing the monster, and the outsider seeing just some guy in a thong. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm your dad. The little girl, by the way, has has been having dreams about him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And things. Yes. How did you not, what did you think the little girl's dreams were? She's literally talking about dreaming about her father. Look, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Either of the times Either or the, the next times. several times you're going to watch this piece of shit. I, every time you rave about a movie from now on, I'm just going to assume you didn't actually watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it about? Uh, it's like a vampire or something like that in the woods. This is this this movie is barely above baffled. Oh, quality wise. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I mean it's I definitely know. above it. You, but. You, you've watched a lot more movies than me, but but I, I have a ranking of all the movies I've watched with you guys, and this one's this one's oh my god, it is battling for the worst. Oh really? Yeah, it's uh, real I mean, bad. The dude. fan is really good, and cuffs. I mean, <clears throat> highly underaged. Lot, it's lot uh, 
That's good statutory. <laughs> so uh, then let's introduce Bruce Campbell. All right. So how do we meet Bruce? Here's here's another of our, again, epic scope movie, right? Mm-hmm. We have all these different point of view characters who come in and have their own little side story lines before they eventually align between the two big sides in the War of the Vampires. So I guess give the movie credit for trying. Mm-hmm. For, for, yeah. actually, for, for in a relatively short runtime, what, hour 45, something like that? Uh, no, and it was actually 110 minutes, something like that. Okay, so... Yeah. No. Almost two hours. Yeah, well, that's hour forty-five is almost two hours. I'm yeah. tell you. Uh, uh, by five minutes off. Okay, so uh, I mean, but, uh, but, but I just I, put I, that I, together. I, I, it was credit, like, oh, maybe it was hour forty-five. Trying to credit the movie uh, for 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 taking a shot at, at at fulfilling that, it decides to bring in Bruce Campbell. And again, in case you were too worried about the movie being on the nose with uh, David Carradine being a Count Dracula, uh, guess who? Guess, guess uh, Guess who Bruce Campbell is a descendant of? Ah, uh, Van Helsing. Yep. He's great. So, so, and he's dressed also in what looks sort of like period attire. Uh, you, you dresses as like a professor, like fi- like a like a late fifties professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's driving a fifties yeah. car. Which, which, by the way, best fit in the movie. Best oh, yeah. look by far. Yeah, like, oh really, yeah. Re- he pulls really, it off really well. Yeah, really, really, really great layered textures and colors and patterns. Uh, but, young but all, but Bruce all Campbell is he's a very handsome man. I he's think still he's a handsome man. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's a big old strapping thing. I saw him in person once. I got a picture with him. And uh, yeah, he's tall and broad. And Oh, he's so funny in this, too. He's yeah. just hamming well, it up. He's got this whole, uh, if, if this movie were made in the 50s or 60s, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis. would have played yeah. this yeah, part yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. This, this is clearly, um, yeah. clearly his tribute to Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a little stash, these little glasses, and so he's uh, looking for this town with a map from the treasure of Sierra Madre, <laughs> the map she said. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a hundreds year old map. So it is it's unclear that what exactly started his trip here? Like, obviously, he's a Van Helsing. Well, he knows vampires live there. He's going to kill them. Yeah. But no, 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 no he's, he's, he's pursuing Dracula. Oh. Remember the little painting oh, of a Count paint. Dracula? That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. That he sh- that he See, I was paying attention. Man. Man. Well, look, 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 if there was a Dracula, look, the whole lore is that Van Helsing is trying to kill Dracula through the ages. True. That's true. This oh. is Castlevania rules, guys. Ca- yes, exactly. It's always I know that. Of, it's always descendant Simon Belmont, descendant Van Helsing. You know. Wait, is that for real stuff though? Well, it, in in Castlevania, yes. Wait, do you mean for real, like actual? For real, yeah. No, well, this is European yes, history. In, in the real life Pennsylvania, there was a guy <laughs> named Count Dracula. Where are we going, Pennsylvania? Love that. That's still great. the best vampire. Still the best vampire joke. Oh my god. So uh, there was a Van Helsing movie a few years ago, right? Weren't they starting like a franchise of you those or attempting with to? Hugh Jackman. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh. That was a long time ago. Now, okay, it was it, it was before they tried to reboot the, the Universal Monsters. The okay, so I universe. couldn't remember if that was part of that or not. No, no, it was before that. Okay, before. yeah, because I, I obviously no one saw it. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, no, no. That that, that was that was early Hugh Jackman action era and after, Kate Beckinsale after the X Men movies hit. Mm, so okay. early two thousand mid two thousands. Who was Dracula in that? Does anyone remember? Ooh, no, I don't remember. All right, Jack Palance. Oh my! But God. in this, Bruce Campbell is Van Helsing, and yes. he's coming to Purgatory, which is, again is the name of the town. <laughs> in case, what's the name of that town again? In case you purgatory. forget, it's Purgatory. And uh, he meets up with a young blonde who works there at the diner, and all all the vampires. So I don't even know who, who what is those vampires. Recently converted vampire. She actually is twenty years old. Right. Which I don't understand what people or what the vampires are doing day to day. Like they go there just. 
for like face value. Well, they go there because they know specifically that that guy, the human, is coming. So they have to put on a show. So they've got food in front of them that they're not eating. They need to make the town look populated and normal. The existence of the town of Purgatory at least makes sense because we 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 literally get a story where uh, where eventually uh, uh, David Carradine, Dracula, Marty Lack says. I invested in developing this technology to make the synthetic blood so that we could have a different life, right? So mm-hmm. they got to build this factory. So it's a factory town that exists to manufacture a thing for vampires. Right. So the town itself is secret. It, it's not on new maps. That's why Bruce Campbell's got an old-ass map and he's mm-hmm. looking for the, the town. Uh, but wow, they, but that all makes they sense. Need, but they, they need to bring in the human to work on this. They need to bring in work crews. They have fucking plumbing. We're literally explaining the movie to you. They have, they have plumbing and electricity, so they're on the, they're on the state grid. Yeah, they're, yeah right? they're on the grid. So they have to, and also the vampires live there. And they're just trying to live you know, in peace with just drinking their fake blood, right? Yeah. So because there are going to be people there... In order to look and appear like humans, you got to keep the appearances of a human town. Right. That's now this all makes sense. Store. So the, yeah. the cafe, I'm sure, is not normally you know full of people hanging out because they're not eating. Right. The ones with right. the teeth were vampires. Whoa. Yeah. So vampires are from European mythology and okay. folklore. Yeah. They suck blood. Uh, previously, the original Which... stories were through the soles of the feet, uh, but that migrated over time to the neck. The soles of the feet. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, oh. the, the stories come from Central Europe, and well, and it comes from like camping stories, like so. Oh. So you know, you're out sleeping out, exposed in the woods. Oh. Va- 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 the vampires were more feral creatures, and they would creep up, and they would. You know, right, because before before like, Bram Stoker, like, they were like feral monsters. Yeah, like well, and that's how leeches get your feet. That's how the right. things that the things that suck your blood in life mm. attack you as a human being. Wow, so I'm surprised Tarantino has not made a vampire movie that is focused on the origin with the feet. Just sucking on feet. Well, I mean, there's from Dust Till Dawn. And, right. he, and while he didn't direct it, there's foot shots. In oh, it. that's right. Selma Hayek. Doesn't Selma Hayek put her foot, foot in on, his yeah. mouth? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's or, right. Man. That was his pay. I can't believe that. You know, in this, his, scripts are famously, really his scripts are famously long, and just that shot is half of that script. Oh, <laughs> describing what it might taste like. and I mean, Selma Hayek, though. Oh, feet. Oh. Um. Okay, so. Hey, we've all got them. <laughs> and they all stink. I want to meet a nice woman without feet. That's my goal. The stubs. Oh, okay. Worse. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, never mind. That's fine if you got them. <laughs> Wait, what? what? What do you want? All those fucking nerds listening <laughs> to this has stubs for want, feet. Do you want someone with feet, or do you not want someone with feet? Do you like I'm torn. Legs? I'm torn. One <laughs> foot. One foot. Okay. One foot. Okay. Yeah, I can handle one. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the best of all worlds. <laughs> You can get around, and also I'm not disgusted. Hey, ask anybody with one foot; they'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so Bruce Campbell, when he's in the diner, uh, he meets the uh, Laura Palmer-looking waitress, who takes a shine to him immediately. And the, uh, some of the other vampires notice, so she, uh, you know, is getting uh, some vibes from the others because they're a little irritated, upset. They're telling him he shouldn't be he's, there basically because he's a human and he's right. not the David Harrison. And and again, we're we're fomenting uh, an oncoming war with the vampires mm-hmm. and the natives are getting restless. Some mm-hmm. of them don't like the fake blood. Yeah. Some of them some of them might get swayed over to another side. And so for a lot of them, they look at just like, "Hey, it's a fucking human being. If it's not the one that we need to make the fake blood, let's get him the fuck out of here." Right. So she feels like she's got to keep this on the DL. Right, because the because the 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 sixty five year old Jamaican sheriff is saying, "Hey, he's just a he's a human being, man. Yeah. What else do you need, man?" I gotta say, my jaw 
about hit my lap when I uh, saw the one black person in the movie open his mouth and a Jamaican accent fall out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a choice. It was a choice. Yeah, I mean, it was the early '90s when uh, we still did that. It's very true. So, uh-huh. so she she feels the need to be clandestine about uh-huh. about suggesting meet me at the edge of town. Right, because the reason he got there, I, I if when he was driving into town, his car broke down and he had to on foot proceed yeah. on foot. So she tells him meet me here. They meet. She uh, lets him into her car, and then they we can't talk here. They go drive off, and she is gonna explain. Oh, they're, like happening. they're having a picnic, uh, like on the side of the road. It's like, oh, I hear this is a good camping spot, and uh, right. That was a that was a nice little callback. The romance brews. Yeah, but he oh, sees yeah. her no reflection in the hubcap of a oh, car. Oh, just as he as she goes in for a kiss. Yes, and, and then uh, he freaks out, and she's, I wasn't gonna bite you, I swear. Like, yeah, I heard it before. <laughs> oh my god! And so uh, they they see this little showdown between the Jamaican sheriff and <laughs> Shane. They are alerted to another clandestine meeting happening because the <laughs> sheriff is driving out to meet Shane in the middle of nowhere with his siren blasting. Yeah. And, uh, Which, I mean, I guess really if you're in the middle of nowhere, it wouldn't matter. It just doesn't seem like something you should do. It doesn't seem like something you would do other than for, you know, to make a movie I, right. not, not really work. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting um, casino vibes in that scene. Where they're Were in the you? Middle. I, was just, I just watched Casino. Oh, isn't it so good? Of course. Oh, my God. It's a masterpiece. And, and I, I would all I was thinking about for this whole movie was thinking about Man, I casino. wish I could watch Casino yeah. instead. <laughs> So it would have been great if Joe Pesci comes out. You made me pop out. your fucking eyeball on the head for Joey fucking D. <laughs> oh. Don't make me be a bad guy. I love him. This so movie much. is missing Don Rickles as one of the vampires. <laughs> oh, my God. If he was, if it was Joe Pesci, Emmett Walsh, and Don Rickles as those three old vampires. Joe Pesci is old enough to be cast as one of the vampires in this town now. Yeah. Oh, Joe Pesci's got to be, what, 75? Uh, closer to 80, right? I think he's Damn, like yeah. Him, yeah. God, yeah. But so okay. the the whole meeting happens, and it looks like an, an arms deal is about to go down. Well, because like there's Shane, all those guns and crates. Yeah, or I, th- I thought it was the synthetic blood or something like that. Like, what are you doing or whatever? Well, so I think that's what uh, the cop thought was going to happen. Yeah. But he's like, hey, what's in all the crates? And uh, the pilgrim shows up. Yeah. Uh, we got our uh, Shane buddy. He pulls out his gun. He's like, what, like, what you going to do with that thing, man? <laughs> I, man, a we, guns are no hurt me, a man. Can we do Jamaican accents now? Call me now for your free redone. We can, we can make fun of that bad Jamaican accent. Yeah, yeah. We just can't like... Re- rest assured, the black actor was the one being racist in this movie. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was, uh, I, you know, we I mean, want to do impressions sh- all the time. And <laughs> no, don't drag me into this. No, we are emphasizing Eric how wants bad. to do impressions. We're emphasizing how bad the patois. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're that's not, exactly what we're We're doing. not just doing it to do it. No, we're doing flawless impressions of a movie that we had no part can in. Can I do it? I mean, you can try. <laughs> you, are if, the, you, are, you, you are the whitest of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be your birthday later this year, so we'll let you have it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be your birthday later this year. It's true of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> For like eight months. Uh, no, I, But it's going to be a big one. I'll savor it. I'll savor it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to save it for my You're birthday. Gonna, he's he's going to roll that hard. Roll, roll that hard R around his mouth for a while. Oh, oh boy. Yikes. Um, this, okay. is an, this is an ugly side of you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Shane, uh, like he uh, is going to shoot the sheriff and... Shane! <laughs> shoot the deputy. So... <laughs> The cop getting shot, falling and yelling, Shane shot the sheriff. 
actually, that would have made this movie amazing. Anyway. I, I, I would have been sold if, if we only, suddenly if had, only yeah. had that gear to get to. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is that the bullets are made with oak or something. I don't know. I mean, a wood. And wood. That wood. splinters when it enters your heart. <laughs> right, right. So, they have weapons now that can actually kill vampires. That's right. Well, vampires can now have gunfights with each other, which is yeah. crucial. Yes. Crucial, crucial to the other part of the climax of this movie. Well, well, I feel like that idea came before the rest of the movie. It's like, oh, oh I yeah. want vampires and gunfights. How do we get here? Yeah. Which, by the way, not a new idea. The most convoluted way sure. to get there. I mean, 90 was, I guess, on the early... I mean, no, but like, yeah, wooden bullet. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, there's a whole bullets. like silver... Yeah, yeah, exactly, with the werewolves and stuff. So yeah, but, but, there must be movies where this has been a thing idea. before. Yeah. 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 So, um, or a machine that shoots a stake at somebody. It's a, it's a fucking big bullet. Oh, right. Mm. A crossbow kind of a situation. <laughs> it's a fucking bullet. Yeah. Yeah. So what else happens in the movie that it's like until we could just get to the end? Because I, I think when when the climax is starting to happen, like it's a good like twenty or so minutes of just like this yeah, huge the, the, epic the battle. Bad, the bad guy vampire, the leader is Jefferson, who is a pilgrim and looks like a fucking Mayflower pilgrim. Yeah, right. every, So every, his clothes must what, reek. Yeah, yeah. What, what, white beard, everything but the buckle on his hat. Um, and he assembles some uh, people onto his side. He he picks up some new converts. We see that he has a cave full of more feral vampires who are killing and eating human beings. Right. Uh, not not particularly uh, scary, but a lot of the makeup effect value you find in those sequences they transform and eventually end on the incredibly fake looking model bat characters. Right. Uh, but but he, he assembles his sides. Uh, more of the more of the people join the good guy vampire side. I think we should probably speak to Bruce Campbell's arc because we introduced him. They had the meeting. They stumbled on this other meeting. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he handcuffs her. He uh, they get into her car uh, and, and they, uh, they go looking for Dracula. Yeah, yeah, Dracula. And uh, now during this time, though, she is still very into him. She's protective of him. Yeah. And uh, we find them. She's trying to catch the pipe. Yeah. She's trying. <laughs> she to get, wants it in. She wants she to, get to get staked. It in. So maybe uh, she wants some wood driven deep into her. <laughs> there she wants to have sex. She wants to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they wind up on the roof of the mansion of Dracula or Morlack, or which whatever again is, is across the street from the other mansion, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> and um, they're looking through a stained glass window. Uh, uh, well, what would you call it? A, a skylight. Sky, a, it's, sky it's, light. Yeah. It's, it truly is a stained glass skylight. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> they, Marjolak uh, brought over the family because mm -hmm. the little girl is having dreams about a war between a, uh, a slicked hair backed man uh, with Shane and then with bad, bad vampires and good vampires. And he's like, holy shit, this is going to happen. And then he was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is. Like this, that's Jefferson. That's Jane. I like. I knew they're gonna fuck me over or whatever it is. And then what's her face? Uh, the blonde just kicks Bruce Campbell in uh, to yeah, the room. She kicks him through the window. Which yeah. And so then uh, she does the uh, uh, you know Vulcan uh, headlock thing. Headlock thing. A, a neck grab. Neck grab. Neck squeeze. What neck squeeze? Star Trek is so cool. The the David. <laughs> The, the how David. Can, how, how can you not like a Vulcan neck squeeze? <laughs> I don't know shit about Star Trek. I no, I mean, I, I just know that. I call it the David Carradine. Just to really, just uh -huh. like yeah, to, to bring that back. There was a lot of pressure on the neck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so um, she makes him into a vampire, which is kind of like. Oh, well, he he almost reveals that 
Garradine is Dracula. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he that's right. essentially reveals that he is a descendant of Van Helsing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then before we are able to see uh, a final climactic battle of good and evil, uh, she converts him into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. so, and so Bruce Campbell becomes a vampire, and much <laughs> like every person who's converted into a vampire, uh, despite the fact that he's only there because he's pursuing a generations, eons-long conflict between his family, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the pursuit of exterminating the ultimate evil in the world, the mm-hmm. most powerful vampire ever, right? Sure. Uh, immediately, because now he is a vampire, he's going to be on their side with the other yeah. good vampires in the vampire war. And I guess ultimately to get some nice nice from this lady he met earlier in the <laughs> nice, day. Nice nice. Yeah. Uh, wait, what else are you gonna do for eternity? Well, yeah. Right, well, uh, I guess. Well, I guess I'm looking at a long undeath. <laughs> so, uh, then um, they, they, David Carradine tells the family like, "Get the fuck out of Dodge because it's gonna get bad here." But and before so they can, before they can, they're confronted by all the bad va- bad vampires in yeah, um, yeah. armed the, to the teeth. They they all pull up like, uh, like, Mac, like Mad like, Max car like they're all just like sitting on 20, the cars. 20s gangster movie style yeah 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 and uh, and a little Beverly Hillbillies because oh, he's absolutely. on the top of the car yeah um, little granny little granny out there <laughs> R I P Irene Ryan <laughs> uh, who also probably played one of the vampires who lives in this town <laughs> <laughs> again they're all so old so <laughs> Estelle Getty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and, that would be a hell of a movie. Oh, let's get to recycling. They could have worked the Golden Girls into this. They, yeah. they, they were doing the hotel show the at the same, time. No, they, were I mean, doing, they could be running They could be running the hotel from the second Golden Girls show. Oh, my God. And Don Cheadle Perfect. could have a Jamaican accent because oh he's God. in the show. Perfect. That is actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh my well, god! Well, he's he's a regular in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. It's finally on Hulu, and I've yeah. watched most of it. In, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! We, 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 yeah, we watched an episode. It's awful. Golden Palace. Yeah, yeah. Golden Palace. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety two. Anyway, so uh, there, the all the good vampires are like, "What the fuck, you guys doing?" Sure. And um, the chef uh, like throws a drunk driver. Yeah, yeah. Throws the, the cowboy guy away, and he's like, "What? You got fucking guns? What can you do with that?" Of As you know, we are vampires. <laughs> and immediately shot is like, "Oh!" He he does a really down. cartoony death, and yeah, I love yeah, that it's, death. It's, That's it's, great. Yeah, it was, it was funny. And uh, and then a whole war the the whole war breaks out. Now I want to get to the part where again we've already uh, talked about it a little bit, but. Eminent Walsh is now a, a part yeah, of the good I, guys. I should really again say, like, now at this point, the movie, the next 35 minutes is going to be an interminable uh, battle sequence. Essentially, all out war between mm. the sides of these vampires in this little empty town. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it, it reminded me a little bit of, like, like if uh, you saw Walter Hill's Last Man Standing, the the, the two gangsters. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. Fighting over an Isn't empty that Bruce town. Willis? Yeah, yeah, yeah Bruce yeah. Willis. It's, it's, a, it's a retelling of Yojimbo. Um, but there's a similar kind of thing where it's like the only people who exist in this town are people who are on one side or the other of the vampire war and the little family of four human beings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and so uh, the, the bad young vampires, because remember, the young vampires, younger, more feral vampires, they need the guns because they can't fight the older vampires one-on-one. These old-ass vampires who have been vampires longer are stronger than them. So they need to quote-unquote cheat with these guns. They show up and there's a lot of the shooting then the older vampires, they somehow acquire some of these guns that also kill other vampires. Right. Not sure how that works. Anthony Hickox really needs you on set to explain all these things. They're like, oh, okay. 
but some, somehow both sides end up with the guns that shoot vampires, and we yes. just get shooting, and then a little bit of cat and mouse uh, as the family tries to escape the melee, and then then we get to your truly the 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 most gifable thing, gifable thing in the whole movie. It's it is so goddamn funny. Weird, like they're um, they're held up in the synthetic blood lab, right. and they have they're boxed in. They have nowhere else to go. Like fuck. Like we're they're in a back room and like what do we fucking do? And then Jefferson starts to beat like through the door, and Emma Wall's like fuck, and he just goes headfirst into the wall. But not even quickly. It like slowly leans yeah, into just, the like, wall. There, there's a line of dialogue where they where, where like he's like taunting the younger guy's taunting him like you're not strong enough to save yourself now, are you? You're not strong <laughs> enough because Emma Walsh is an old ass fucker, so he's supposed to be a strong vampire. Right. And his big mm. solution in this is just to eyes glaze over. <laughs> and instead of like I feel like the instruction is he bursts through the wall like he like he punches his way through whatever. Yeah, because he doesn't move like, his arms. But instead, it is this it is this like Funko plywood empty uh cinder block wall that he does not even like rush through. He doesn't, pl- he doesn't He's right next to it. He doesn't propel himself through it. He's just up against it, <laughs> plants his feet, and tips over through it. It is astonishing. It's amazing. Uh, and they all escape. It's great. And um, they get through. And, well, and then, because the, uh, they turn into bats, hover very slightly above where they were, yeah. and the other vampires could never picture like, that. Yeah, the, the, the pilgrim, away. yeah. They the somehow pilgrim, got, like, away got away instantly. Oh. As we know, they're vampires, so... Oh, well. <laughs> Shrugs. So, uh, I do... I wish there were outtakes of how many times Emma Walsh just sort of leaned into that brick wall. I... I wonder... <laughs> I just imagine I, that's how he gets into bed every day, too. <laughs> Same, same. God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, so they get away, and they go back to Dracula's mansion. Well, so before they do that, like, Shane does uh, confront uh, the family at one point, and then... Go out on the road. Yeah, and then the two factions beat up again, and war breaks out again, but David Carradine's there, so like, let's retreat back to the, the mansion, and so they go back... Remember, Shane wants the mom and his daughter. Yeah. Right. So, so he wants them to... I guess he's trying to save them from the... He wants to be so in can, that. So, yeah, so he could the make, wife. So he could make them into vampires. I guess. I guess. Yeah. 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 But uh, okay. So they they end up in the house together, and we have a separate sequence where he is chasing the mom, pursuing the mom through the house. Yes, and uh, very they, badly because she's doltishly. She's in plain view of him. He walks into a room and just walks in, and he's actually he doesn't see her. Yeah, I mean, vampires don't have peripheral vision. I guess. Or, or, or the ability to turn their heads 30 degrees in any direction. <laughs> that was incredibly stupid. It was pretty bad. And she, so she finally runs upstairs, and that's when everybody else shows up, because they hear her scream. That's right. Because yeah. yes. for a moment, she is almost going to give in, because he's... Uh, that's right. Because she wants that inside. And uh, Or he has magic powers. Yeah. Well, because remember, he doesn't give a shit. Turn off the lamp. Yeah, the mo- that's, that's right. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that's right. that's oh, amazing. I'm so glad I caught that. <laughs> Uh, what did he say? Surah, Surah, whatever it will be. Surah, Yeah, and then he's like... And he waves his hand over an electric lamp, and it dims, because that's a vampire power. I, I like to think that, like, they just, like, so we know what we made lore. Maybe, they can control electricity. Maybe it's part of the glamoring, like, he like I can do anything that would make you fall in love with me, including setting mood lighting? Right. And then wave of another hand and some Al Green records exactly. start up. Yeah. It's dark as that crypt now. Um, so... The uh, okay, yeah, he's 
he's on top of her. He's about to like, yeah, she's almost like giving in. She's like, no. Uh, and then, yeah, everyone else shows. Oh, the David the dad, shows up. The dad bursts in. Yeah, right. and uh, it's like you have a half a second. It's already been half a second now. And uh, you have about a half a second. Yeah, <laughs> ten seconds to go by. Which, if he says about, and then they actually fight. That means he's like, uh, it's you have a little time. Ish. 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 Yeah. Give it's take. Like, <laughs> anyway, so uh, he shoots Shane, and then of course he's not dead. They have a little scuffle. And uh, but in Shane is like choking him out, and David Carradine is like cranking one out, watching the footage. It's great, and so he puts like holy water on the back of his neck. I think you're missing the point. He David wasn't Carradine. jerking off to watching people strangle themselves. He was strangling himself. Yeah, I know. While jerking off. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. just wanted yeah. to clarify. Yeah. 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 He's squeezing a little more juice out of the lemon. <laughs> oh boy. So you know, so as part of this, also, uh, uh, Dad David shoots Shane, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we see Shane die. Mm-hmm. Right? Wink, 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 wink. Surely he's dead. Surely mm-hmm. a movie of the, the caliber, <laughs> with the integrity of Sundown Vampires Retreating in Vampires Retreat. The in Vampire Surely Retreat. A movie the like Vampire this in would have the integrity not to pull the hoary old. He's not really dead. Gag. Guess what, folks? He's not really dead. Yeah. So it that, goes through that the heart, David. Through the heart, David. Uh, oh my God! Sorry. The, the, uh, one more just line of dialogue like really struck me, which is as they're grappling. Then right mm. immediately after, like through the heart, David is they are they're grappling. Shane gets on top of David and starts to throttle, strangle him, yeah. and says, "Strangle." He says as dialogue, yes. "Stranglers in the night, exchanging glances." Yeah, a reference to the song as Frank Sinatra sang. Strangers in the night. Yes. Just, but just like a completely non sequitur pun. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just, just, just so bad. (laughs) He's like, I don't know if you're kidding. Yeah. And then David dumps the holy water on (laughs) him. Right, because he got some holy water from Van Helsing a little earlier. And then he does shoot him. And then he shoots him in the heart. Through the heart, Shane. Through the heart, Shane. Even the wife is like, Jesus. (laughs) And uh, Shane dies. And so then uh, David is like, okay, we got to think of something to do. And then. He bursts into Count Dracula's or Mar- Marja Marjapan uh, uh, <laughs> uh, room and just starts. We need wood, and then he's just like just starts destroying everything. It's a sledgehammer. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes. Runs in with a sledgehammer and is just wailing on everything. And all of us are like, "What the fuck is this?" Other than, "Oh right, you got to go fight a bunch of vampires and they have guns. You got to get some stakes." Right. right. And uh, uh, he's not doing that. Meanwhile, out front of the mansion, which again is just a facade. Because we only ever see it shot on one flat angle. Terrible facade. Uh, The the bad vampire gang is at the gates, shooting through the gates at them. They're, you know, huddled around, like, the fountain in the courtyard and returning fire. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, there's no reason why these people, like, all the new vampire characters that we've met, like, newly converted vampires, have any stake in this. The the, the cokehead friends... uh, Are fighting alongside M.M. Walsh. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. And we, that was earlier that day. We have a, all a day. We have accumulated all of these characters, and yes. they've just filtered onto each other's sides. And ultimately, <laughs> it does look like the young uh, feral vampires are getting the upper hand. They just have superior firepower, and they're wearing them down in numbers. But then they also kid or capture the young blonde. That's right. And they're like, "Was like, uh, like make, shoot any more? We're gonna like let her have it." And um, and so Carradine. Carradine, yeah. Uh, uh, Dracula, as we're about to learn, mm-hmm. he he tries to forestall this inevitability by challenging the other leader of the uh, of the bad vampires, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson. Uh, the the Pilgrim, Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson, uh, challenges him and sa- because, and this is again, K- 
cannot be overstated how stupid this is. Uh, because he says, like, hey, uh, Jefferson, come on. Don't you really want to know? We're the two oldest ones here. Don't you really want to see if you're stronger than me? Right. Oh, he says we're the same age. We're the same age. Right. We're the same age. We're the same age. We're the same age. We're definitely the same age Uh as vampires. And so the challenge they have, right, to show their strength, because again, the older a vampire you are, the more powerful you are, is what? A one on one gunfight. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to demonstrate my superior power. The power is the ability to shoot a gun. Yeah. That's how fucking stupid this movie is. They don't even fist fight. They don't even give us like a bad But these are like older old men. men. They course. couldn't fist and, fight. And, and because and they want to put the Western thing. I'm saying this. What about a vampire's abilities in any way are enhanced over time that apply to shooting a gun? Like I if I would yeah, I would get it if there was like hand-eye coordination. It's all about our reflexes and hand-eye coordination. What? <laughs> because, because the quick draw is it's two old men pulling guns because at incredibly slow pace at each other. It would make a little and then more cutting sense back to carotene and spinning it. If they, if they would crank up the speed of the film, if, if it's like super fast no kind effect. of thing. That, that, but there's no the effect. Point. It's just like, that's oh, he's point. just faster. What's the point of being an older, more powerful vampire if right. all you're going to do is just each shoot a single shot at each other? Well, see, now I'm wondering because I just remembered there is a movie from the film. 50s call Dracula versus Billy the Kid. Do they have a gunfight in that movie? I wonder really? if that's yeah the first instance of that. Uh, I, I would offer, by the way, I also recently watched another movie from a person who is tendentially would be related to this movie and its genre. Sam Raimi's The Quick and the Dead. Mm. Oh man, which is all, which is essentially like, hey, what's the best part of every western? The gunfight. Let's make a movie all about the gun showdowns, right? Um, like you could do things in camera or whatever to convey that the power these people have it like does apply to their ability to shoot mm, guns. Like right. you're a vampire, you've made it this far, you adapt to modern warfare, but mm. you're a vampire, you can you know, you're a blur when you reach for the whatever, right? Right. There's zero effort made for that at all. Right. All we're doing here is we're forestalling the inevitable. Uh, Carradine uh, does shoot and beat him, and the reason we learn is because he's not the same age. He's actually the Dracula, the oldest, most powerful vampire ever. That's why he's so good at shooting gun. Right. Because you know when uh, Vlad the Impaler uh, killed all the the you know the guys on the other side of the the, uh-huh. the Pennsylvanians and uh, and you know you mowed them down with the machine gun. That whole uh, story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, right. Uh, I didn't know I can kill the show. All right. Oh, so, no, you, no, you so have easily. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, we're, we're thanks st- for listening, everybody. We're still, uh, we're still recording. So, uh, but then we finally see what David is is doing with his wife. They're creating a giant cross that kills the bad vampires, like yeah, I said earlier. I've already explained it. Yeah. And, and and Dracula just, and everybody else. Because, he goes, because we're the, forgiven. The, the you power, were forgiven. Yes, yeah. The power of the cross is how big it is. Yes. And yeah. all of the bad vampires burn because they see it because it's right. so big. I do love that Jefferson explodes. And then there's like five vampires left. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so which, what are you going to do? Which, is which, like, which, we're going to create is, this serum on no, our no, own. No, no, no. Let, let's, let's count who's forgiven by God and can carry forward in vampires. As far as we see, the ones who are there, because I'm sure there are some others who are still back in the town or whatever. Sure. Right? Yeah. But the ones that we see are M. Emmett Walsh. The who two... murdered somebody that day. Right. And the two friends of that murdered cokehead, who are now his best friends, yes. after spending a day being taunted by him in jail. Right. <laughs> uh, there is Dracula. There is hot the... 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. And there's Bruce Campbell, uh, who is now a uh, who, who's now a, a vampified 
uh, Van Helsing. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, oh, because he nice even does. Nice lady. Well, he does say. Suck your blood in the things. <laughs> and he gets the he gets the he gets the last line of the movie, right? Yeah. Something oh, like. Oh, it's terrible. It's almost like what Wright said a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. but yeah, so uh, yeah, Some, nobody's something left. In the same and, vein, or whatever the, thing, the joke was. Who who qualifies as being forgiven if M. Emmett Walsh murdered someone in cold blood the like, same day? It's yeah. as if Christ just was overseeing what the hell was happening. Like, oh, it's, oh it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like God was not paying attention the whole time until someone made a cross big enough to get his attention. Right. Oh, okay. And went, All right, these four. Okay, that they're the underdogs. Everybody else dead. They're in right. They're not. Fa- oh yeah, they're the good guys. That that's what it you're is. not wearing any black hats. So you're the good guy <laughs> in this western. But uh, yeah, Bruce Campbell. What's his last line? Something like because David Carradine says something like, uh, "Oh, that's not in the same vein" or whatever it is. Just literally, like someone references the word "vein." Yeah, and, and then, then he laughs and laughs. laughs. They get it? Get it? Because we're vampires. <laughs> and, and then yeah, that's the movie. Roll credits. Yeah. Yep. That's it. He literally says, get it? Because we're vampires. Well, so I guess, uh, you know, that'll bring us to, because that's a fucking movie, whatever. Um, <laughs> As I said at the end, it was a movie, and we watched it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, recycling. We take elements of this movie, turn it into something better. Uh, Brendan, is there anything off the top of your head where you feel like this could be salvaged? Yes. And, and what I'll say is this, because because I take recycling, and I, t- I say, like, if we're going to make, if we're going to reboot it today, right, we can, it can be loosely inspired. Mm-hmm. But the same kind of movie, but... Just commit, just take all the humor out of it, because you're not good at it. And mm-hmm. you could make a different comedy horror movie if you really want to. Right. But you've got Emma Walsh, you've got David Carradine, you've got, you've got actors who can pull some of this shit off. Uh, so, like, as, as much as I make fun of how tortured and melodramatic the mom and dad scenes together were on their side, mm-hmm. what if the whole thing really was just Gone with the Wind, but with vampires? Okay. I think that's the movie to make. Oh. I think Southern gothic horror? Just really more than anything else, like giant operatic melodrama. Right, okay. but with the only horror element being vampires, and what's great about that, what you can do, and what you can make it the, the 2022 twin, the 21st century version, right, <laughs> is it already looks like a porno. Sure. So you have full unsimulated sex. <laughs> Anytime you think someone's up to fuck, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but don't make it like cheap, like 80s porno set looking. Like do like nice new. Right. You know, like, do it up. Make mul- it look god. Multicam. You yeah. know. Uh, but but like but but like but make it uh, like really go for like what I'm picturing now is you know how Kubrick had like the two unrealized projects that I, I think Napoleon my and the giant Napoleon biopic right yeah. that was one that he wanted to do and the second was he wanted to make uh, like an Academy Award worthy X rated movie he wanted to make a full on porno mm-hmm. and the characters and story etc really so I want those two things with vampires. All right, yeah, I can see I that. Want, yeah, big big operatic scope, yeah. giant Gone with the Wind. Uh, with vampires Porno. and, and j- just the filthiest shit <laughs> ever seen. No, not really. But but, but actual sex. Well, how you kill the vampires is putting your fist in them. <laughs> oh, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta stake them with wood over and over and over again. <sighs> well, you know, because there was that one uh, porno movie from oh God. It's probably fifteen, twenty years ago now. But was the like most expensive ever made? That pirate movie. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. The, it had like a, it's a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, like parody. Yeah, but it's like mm-hmm. a, a couple of million dollars budget, which was th- yeah. insane. But that's but that's like but they're going for the fun adventure elements that this movie also tries to go for. You're sure. like, no, saying, this is saying, serious yeah, shit. Like, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying strip all the pretense of that stuff out okay. and really just make it be. 
super melodramatic. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's fucking vampires. Vampires lend themselves to melodrama. Like, and porn. And porn. And sex. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so that that's what you lean into. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, right. What do you got? I want Anthony Minghella to direct it. I want to resurrect him. He'll be a vampire. (laughs) Direct this movie. He died. That's right. Oh, Gaspar Noe. Gaspar Noe. Sure. Yeah, he could do it. Um, Oh, City Slickers uh, with vampires. Yeah. (laughs) The the City Slickers music is another one that like. Oh, yeah. Although I don't think City Slickers. Maybe it had come out. 89, 90? No, it was, oh, it was City 90s. was after this. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so. I, I would kill to see Billy Crystal, Daniel Stern, and John Lovitz. Uh, in... Oh, you're talking about the sequel. Sure, both. I don't care. Uh... Jack Palance with no makeup plays a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, Dracula in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's terrible. But, I, but I he just... looked more like a va- he looked like, he looked like he already looked like the vampires of this movie's purgatory. Yes. Yes. In City Slicker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to I basically just want to see Billy Crystal and John Lovitz trying to fight vampires. I think that is too funny. Just just them doing that. Yeah, I think that, that'd be that's great. my thought too. It's like uh, lean more into the comedy and let's just make a comedy western that has vampires in it. Yeah, like just go for broke and like inept characters. Uh, it's just like oh, that's that's my dream. I would love to see that. But yeah, watching like David Paymer uh, try to stake a vampire is something that I didn't know I wanted to see, but oh, I want to see it. It's the two brothers trying to give the vampire ice cream instead, but then just get brutally murdered. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, Zero Mostel, Josh Mostel is the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know, because uh, a couple of times I did actually belly laugh when I was supposed to. There were a couple of times when I laughed when I the movie didn't want me to, but uh, yeah, I'd rather see some sort of like Abbott and Costello in the West with vampires kind of a thing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the two extremes. I because I would love to see yeah, your filthy. Was, I wish like hardcore. This, this movie's trying to do all of these things yes. except right. for like, the explicit sex, and that's part of the problem. Right, uh, like yeah. because because it veers wildly between things that don't really go together. Yeah. Exactly. Slapstick comedy, melodrama, those can go together if those are the only things you're doing together. Mm-hmm. But when you try to throw in like serious, quote unquote, grounded action and adventure yeah. sweep, it just, yeah, it's it, it just it, all of it's cheap. Now, I mean, if we can, Bruce com- Campbell's still in it, in my version. Oh, of course. Oh, Bruce Campbell in is in now. every sex scene. In my version. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, but also, if we can combine the two ideas, the recycled ideas, I'd love to see John Lovitz in a porno. Oh, now? Huh? Not now. No, not ever. Wait, wait, hold on. That implies that some, at some point you're like, hmm. Yeah. Oh, and his catchphrase is it, it stinks. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like, you love it. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But so uh, John Lovitz disrobes and gestures down. It stinks. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so recycle or excuse me, trash takeaway. Yes. Uh, what did you learn from this movie or watching it? I I learned that I do not pay attention like a like, not well at all. Yeah, this I is le- the second time I've seen this, and I totally forgot about the whole like. Yeah, I think we learned you might have ADHD. <laughs> Yeah. 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 How about you? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> not not a thing. This 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 guys, I I've done this show a bunch of times now and mm-hmm. it I, this is ranked toward the bottom. The pre, the other ones we've watched, there's been something memorable and and I'll always remember the um, time we shared together. M. Emmett Walsh crashing through a wall. This movie's already on the way out. That's it. That's it. There yeah, there's a yeah. gif in my head. That's it. Yeah, by the end of the day, everything but that image will be gone. Yeah, mm. I think I learned, and I feel like I learned this more and more and more over the years, is just never to really trust your recommendations, because oh, you actually never watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so just take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> but yeah, so you think people should watch this, I assume. I, I think it's fun. 
Okay. I think it's fun. And I'm going to go ahead and guess uh, that you don't agree. Well, I, I am not somebody who enjoys watching bad movies that are fun because they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless it's, it's with us. Some, it's got to take something really special. Yeah, unless it's time to, to riff on it with you guys. So if you guys want a movie like that to do your own version of this with and just... but. But don't make any mistakes. It's not so bad. It's good. It's just. It's just bad. It's just bad all the way down. Yeah. yeah so I'd say just watch a porno instead. Or 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 <laughs> or watch Emma Walsh in Blood Simple. Or watch Kill Bill again. Or just watch that GIF of him crashing through the wall and you yeah. got it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 So that's it. But uh, you know, thanks again for coming on and Thank doing the show. You. And An absolute pleasure as always. Truly. Yeah. And, and we'll try to find a movie that's more fun. Oh yeah. You know, if I ever show up again, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, uh, have you ever come again? And and also, st- you're still doing Sure Thing on Fridays, right? Sure Thing on Friday nights in beautiful Austin, Texas at Fallout Theater, um, at Sure Thing ATX on all the socials, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you. Beautiful. All right. And uh, listen to us and all the fun. Uh, what, what is the network we're on again? One of us.net. All, no. of, all of us.net. One, one of us. You got it the first time. All right, I did. All of us. All of us. Some of us. Some of us. <laughs> all right. Well, goodbye. <laughs> Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold. <laughs>